This week on Kettle of Fish, model Sheila Shondell stops by to talk about sex, love, and tattoos. Welcome to our after show. We call Kettle of Fish the No Politics Laughter Show. It's time for Kettle of Fish. No debates, hate, or arguments allowed on Kettle of Fish. It's like a Willy Wonka psychedelic acid trip. So hooray for Kettle of Fish. All right, guys. Welcome to Kettle of Fish. We are the show after the show, the talk after the talk, the 20-minute money shot after the two hours of political foreplay. We are only here with Dee today. Let me get Sheila in here. Sheila Shondell, welcome to Kettle of Fish. Hi, you guys. Long time no talk. Yes, yes. It's been forever. (laughs) It's been forever. How are you guys? I know you're 60. Yeah, indeed. Get better. Get better soon. So what happened on Friday? Because I played you in Ooh La La International Sexual Trivia, and I don't think you fared too well. I think it was 21 to 8 or 9 or something, right? You know what I noticed was that there was a bit of a lag. So when I would say my name, because I listened back to it, you got me every time almost. It was like, and I just swore I'd be like, Sheila, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, I was trying really hard to compensate for it because, unfortunately, I don't know what it is about um, our our studio. It does that for everybody. And you'll honestly, notice, though, on a lot of I think episodes, honestly, though, I think you still would have you still would have beat me no matter what because those questions were so awesome. Like Dee did such a good Thank job you. just finding those questions because they are so out there. Like, there's no way I could have. Like, you had to even logically put together, you know, you're, like, thinking, like, you know, I could hear your wheels spinning with these questions, and I'm like, I wouldn't have got that right anyway. <laughs> right, right. And that's how it usually works. You kind of have to decipher these questions and break it down, a little logic thread, and, and say, even then, okay. sometimes I screw him up, and he has no idea, and I'm like, yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> or just think go for the wildest. Go for the wildest answer because you're just like, that makes no sense at all, so that must be the right answer. And it was like half the time, which yeah. was really, really fun. So those were good questions, Steve. Yeah. Right on. Okay, um, since we didn't really have an introduction today, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about Sheila Shondell, what you do? I'd and love to. All right, Let's let it rip. talk about me. So my name is Sheila Shondell. I am a model, and um, most people know me as a model, but they don't know that I'm also an artist, and I'm actually a very good artist. And my mom and I have a company called Bone Whores. That's B-O-N-E-W-H-O-R-E-Z. And what it is is Day of the Dead art. So I don't know if you've heard of Dia de los Muertos. It's um, Day of the Dead kind of Halloweenish type art as well. You know, we go for like the um skulls and things like that. So I do that kind of art. I'm an acrylic painter. Um we do a lot of things for charities. We have events coming up and we team up with Wise Cracks, who is my mom's husband. He's a comic. And we do a lot of stuff for charity and um we do shows together and you can find him in the local paper out here in Palm Springs, California and out in New York. He has a published book you could find on Amazon. And um we sell our art online as well. We have a Facebook. You can find us if you just look up Bone Horse. And um as nice. far as the modeling goes, um generally 
you know, I do a lot of different stuff. I do print. I do music videos. I'm working on a music video right now. I can't tell you the artist, but I'm working on it right now. I have a the second part of the shoot on the 7th, which is right really on. fun. I love working in front of a camera. It's just so artistic, and the whole crew working together is a very um, – it's very artistic, and that's what I love about it. You know, you're all working together to get this point across, this visual um, message out to the public, and, and it could be the most wild image. Of course, I play a temptress as usual because of the tattoos and the, the the image I have, I guess, is just, I don't know. So, yeah, I just, um, I'm doing that kind of thing. I, I model for a fluff company. It's called Fluff. They do handbags. Um, I model for, you know, just different different brands. But my most recent and most exciting thing I've been doing is working with Sweet and Ink magazine. Yes. And that is has been taking up um, quite a bit of my time because they are just blowing up like you wouldn't believe. Um, Scott, the founder, he actually started it because there was just this empty spot in this crowded field. And he you know, began as a fan of the culture, of the tattoo culture, and um, he just grew up kind of seeing the girls next door, like, like kind of like Playboy, but this isn't, has this is nothing like Playboy, this is just tattoos, but kind of have that girl next yeah. door thing that he liked about it, but he wanted to do it with the tattoo community. So, you know, it was only supposed to come out six times a year, but after just the first issue that he put out there, it was like such a hit that since then he just decided to do it monthly and it's just been such a great hit ever since. So it's online for free. You can buy it as a print and you can put it on your coffee table. You know, if you're a tattoo artist, you have a shop, you can buy it, you can put it on your coffee table. Um, it's, you know, wherever you, wherever, you know, tattoo people are, you can just have it there. Um, we have regional special um, editions too, like we've got, uh, we, we've we got an issue in the U.K. We do special issues. Uh, we did one in Australia. And then we also do special themed issues, like, um, you know, say, for instance, like a Halloween edition. Or mm-hmm. we actually have one for women over 40, because there's gorgeous women out there with tattoos that send us sets. And we definitely nice. want to publish them. And it's like, you know, so we're, we want to have we want to show the softer and the sweeter side of the tattoo community where the tattoo community can tend to look a little harsh from the outsider's point of view. So that's what attracted right. me to sweetening is is like showing the softer side. So that's that part. But what's really, really exciting, what I'm really taking a hold of is the fact that it's, it's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. It's not just a magazine. It's um. It's also a clothing line. We're working on. We've already got tanks that are actually up for sale that are going like crazy. You can go to the website www.sweetenink.com, and it's got a tank store on there. You can buy a tank, and if you buy a tank, ladies and gentlemen, and you take a photo of yourself like a selfie. We'll put you on our Instagram, and you can have a chance to be in the magazine. Nice. Dee um, needs yeah. to do that. Dee, please do. We will definitely get you in the magazine. Get yourself a tea. They're really not. They're not expensive, and they're really cute. 
and um, it gives you a chance to be in the magazine, and we'll definitely put you on the Instagram, but we're also working on bikinis, and that's where I love, you know, that's where I excel because I'm an artist, so I'm like drawing up designs for bikinis, and then we're also doing high heels, so that's mm-hmm. really exciting. So we want to do these really funky kind of tattoo-y um, designs for these women, um, bikinis, tanks, and heels. That's where we're at right now. And those are all going to be on film on the website as well. Um, so, you know, we are, yeah, we are expanding out. Also, we're going to be doing a Sweet and Neat TV. The goal is to have, um, wow. you know, 24-7 service around the world where fans can see tattooed models from all over. Um, and all of these events that the tattoo community has, like the conventions, and and things like that. I mean, you're able to go and watch um, and see what the tattoo community is doing all over. So we're really expanding at a very fast pace, and it's so exciting. I like it. It's so exciting. First off, let me say as far as the artist thing goes, I love your multiple penises wearing mono, um, uh, what are they, the monocles? The monocles. Yeah, wearing monocles. What was the name? What was the name? Oh, 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 God, I'm going to have to go back and listen to Mortimer Apple Crombie or Applebee or something. Mortimer J something. Yeah, Mortimer J. Dumplin. Yeah. I got to send you the pictures. I got to send you the photos. Oh, I just, I, we were talking and I doodle usually when I'm talking and I just was drawing these penises with uh, monocles on them. It's just uh, me expressing myself. I think that's where the real future is. I mean, all the things you talked about were awesome, but I think <laughs> penises wearing monocles is where monocles, well, like monocles for penises, is where it's at. I'm out here in Palm Springs, man. That would probably sell better than anything else. And you know what's yeah. funny, too, is with, with bone whores, people love the name. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, my my mom and I will go out and we'll talk about ourselves. We're the type that will talk to people in the store, in the line of the store. And we'll be like, yeah, yeah, you know, and, I, and I've got it tattooed on me. And they'll be like, what does that mean? And like, what does it stand for? Because it's BWD. And I'll be like, Bone Horse Designs. And they're like, oh. And you, the weirdest people you wouldn't even think would be into it, they're like, I love it. Give me a t-shirt. Yeah. I want to wear Bone Horse. I love it because then they get and then they get it, you know, and and the you know it goes with the name, the art goes with the name, and it's just fun and light and yeah, and then so we'll hey. throw some penises yeah. in there, and then boom, all we're throwing the penises in. D, you pulled some numbers for us on tattoos, and I kind of want to talk about how tattoos have, are really resonating in our culture now compared to even ten years ago. What numbers love did it. you find when it comes to tattoos? Well, I thought it was really interesting. Um, for example, one in five U.S. adults now has a tattoo. One in five, which is just, like, a huge thing. There's, like, a million and a half. Yeah, there's, like, over a million and a half dollars every single year spent on tattoos in America. Um, you know, 14% of Americans have tattoos, at least one. Um, if you're 18 to 25, 36%. 26 to 40-year-olds have at least one, 40% of those. Um, it, it's really, there's 21,000 tattoo parlors in the United States, and those are probably the ones that, you know, aren't necessarily online. or That's not, you know, you know a guy that their uncle, you know, their cousin is over at the Out house of the garage. Yeah. Right, which I know some of those, and I've actually seen a lot of really great work from artists who do that. 
That's but, where they started a lot. Some of them started in yeah. prison, and they got really, yeah, a really lot good. Of them you know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> practice makes perfect, man. Who cares what it's on? Um, Honestly, and, yeah. Good work yeah. is good work, right? About thirty percent of people, thirty-two percent of people with tattoos say that they're addicted to the ink, which I always think is fun. Um, only seventeen percent of people who have gotten a tattoo actually regret it in any way, which is good because. You know, I, I mean, why should you? To me, it's wearable art. I love it. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't get a tattoo it's because I'm sexy or whatever. Exactly. It's because that's what I want to see. It, it's for me, and exactly. I want to have it forever. It's like, you know, yeah, I could buy that T-shirt, or I could make that into a, a design that I can wear on my body forever. You know, yeah. I really, really love it. Here's the question. How much of an impact are things like Instagram and having a camera on your phone and be able to – just take pictures instantly and share them with basically the whole universe. How much of an impact is this having in generating this kind of interest in more and more people getting tattoos? In other words, if there was, is the technology playing a huge role in this, or is this more about um, personal expression? Oh, are you kidding me? I, I feel yeah. like the, the answer to that is quite obvious. I mean, I if I just scroll my phone one day and I'm looking at Instagram and I see an image and I'm like, wow. I want that. Done. Yeah, I need that tattoo, or it is, or it's inspired me to use that design to make something my own. And uh, yeah, it's completely helped the tattoo industry. I mean, there's apps Absolutely. out there now that they're developing where you can um, actually upload designs to them. You can find your nearest tattoo artist. I mean, technology plays a huge role, and even. Um, the machines that they're coming out with now are so advanced. Like they're getting softer and quieter and lighter. And they're, some of them are like pens now. And when I was starting to tattoo, and I, and I don't tattoo, but I was trying to tattoo, um, it's a very, very, gosh, if you can imagine, I mean, drawing and not being able to erase. I mean, I have so much respect for tattoo artists. But when I was learning oh, yeah. I had a very heavy machine, and I'm like, if only it could be like a pen. And now they do have them where they're like a pen, and it's extraordinary. I mean, they've come such a long way from when it just be- when it first began. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if you've seen it yet. There's actually, and this is the coolest thing, and it does require um, an actual surgeon who's willing to do it. I think there's only about five or six in the United States that are um, that have been taught to do this and are licensed to do it but basically it's a wand like kind of like a scanner like you see it at the grocery store um they you use it to scan um a piece of your skin that has this thing implanted in it and you can make it show any design that you've programmed into it so you actually essentially have a removable instant changeable tattoo that can be put anywhere your skin is so you could put it in the weirdest places that you can think of, and it'll never change. It's part of your skin. Um, it's, you know, an implanted device, but the inks are all, you know, food grade and completely safe, and you just kind of swipe it over. What? And Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd yeah. want to wait until like they, until they work know, the kinks but, out of that technology. I wouldn't want to pay to test something like I that. I would be one of the first there, people to try that. I'm on the right? other side. I'm like, where do I sign up? Exactly. Um, Does it hurt? Do they know what the pain is? And then you have to, you know, get it, you know, implanted. 
but you can get it. I mean, you could get it like under your eye. You could have a little spot with a teardrop that you put on when you feel like it or, you know, a little smiley oh. face like right there or, and, you know, I mean, so far it's just in black and white, but so it like when off. you want to run, well, it sort it, the piece is implanted. So it's underneath the skin. But when you oh. don't want to show it, you swipe the wand over it, and you can't see it anymore. And oh then you God. can swipe it back on there. Yeah. Isn't that not the coolest thing? I'm waiting oh, wow. for when they have it to where you just touch, like, a pen onto your skin. Remember on, I don't even remember what movie that was, but you see, like, this woman, she's a receptionist, and she's just tapping a little stylus to her fingernails, and it changes I think the it was color. Like fifth element or something, right? Yeah. yeah this is, I'm this waiting is for that here. for your skin. Like, I want to be able to just All right, say, let me oh, put you back down to earth and ask yeah. this then. So I remember many times in my life that things that were counterculture. Having long hair for a guy was counterculture. Then it became right. kind of totally stylish, and then it went away. Um, heavy metal, oh, my God. When I was little, Ozzy was going to eat your children, and if you played a worn out, <laughs> you were the devil. Ozzy's my dad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's and, awesome. You know what I'm saying? And then Metallica broke through with that Black Album, and then metal became, like, Metallica and metal was like, all the kids were buying it, and then all of a sudden the bottom dropped out, and it's just kind of like, eh, metal, whatever. Do you think that could happen with the tattoo community that could become so uh, mainstream that people rebel against the mainstream of it all, and you actually see them take a giant hit after a while? Is that a concern? Not at all. In fact, tattooing has been around since, gosh, the beginning of time. I mean, you have these tribes that are using tattoos to describe what type of person that this, you know, warrior is or, you know, it's a rite of passage. The only thing I see in tattooing that would be, you know, say outdated or something are ter- are certain um, uh what's the word I'm looking like for? Tribal? Like types of tattoos, like the tribal band. You know, like the, yeah. like in the 90s, everybody was getting the tribal band. Like what effing tribe are you from? You're not from a fucking yeah. tribe. Like you saw Pamela Anderson with it, you wanted to get it. And then there was a time where everybody was getting a star or stars and tons of stars and I was one of them. And so oh, then yeah. those kind of faded out. And I, I know I love my stars, and I love yeah. every tattoo I have. And it, what's cool is you're able to cover them, or now you're able to remove them if you want to. And people, celebrities are doing that. I mean, 50 Cent, he was covered in tattoos. And then when he decided to be an actor, he got them all removed. And it was wow. just like that. You know, for celebrities, they can just get them all removed. And I'm sure it doesn't feel good. And it takes time, but they're doing it. And then um, somebody else, I forget who, but I heard of a celebrity that got them all removed just to get them all put back on again. Because sometimes they get tattoos that are just kind of a fad. Yeah. They're just kind of a fad at the time. And then they go, okay, well, that's not cool anymore. Now I want this. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, your body is a canvas, and I I Mm -hmm. tend to choose tattoos that are significant to me. I don't think yeah. you always have to have a tattoo. I don't judge people that have tattoos that are just that don't make any sense and they just do it for the sake of the art. I'm not like your tattoo has to mean something, otherwise whatever. It's like if you appreciate the art and you want to put it on your body, freaking go for it. But personally mm-hmm. for me, every one of my tattoos has to do with something of my life. And so yeah. I did it that way because that way it's never 
regrettable, and that's yeah. the way I do it. That's the I way I do it. I go, you know what? I got this tattoo because of this. It's never leaving my body, and it means something to me, and I don't care if you don't like it because I like it. That's yeah. why it takes me so long to get tattoos. And I told you this on the phone the other day. You know, my dad, when I got my first tattoo, which I've been getting tattoos for years, I've got nine or ten of them, and I've been getting them 20 years. But back in, like, 95, awesome. when I got my first tattoo, my dad was like, I can't believe you got a tattoo. You're so stupid. You never give the government a way to identify your body. I was so disappointed. <laughs> like, not because of any kind of moral. It's like your DNA. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> And then, um, you know, my dad thinks only sailors and bikers have tattoos. To this day, he's, you know, and he has a hard time with the reality. And there is that stigma. There is that right. stigma still, and that's the stigma that we're trying to break with sweet meat. Mm-hmm. But not so much, that's- right? Um, we've got a couple minutes left. Tell us about the tattoo convention that you've just come back from and what you experienced there, because I think that that barrier is really coming down and coming down fast. You know what, it really is, and actually there, um, there's a couple things that stood out to me at the tattoo convention, and one of them was um, I'm going to do an article for the November issue, and it's going to be on STAWPAW. It's, uh, stands for, it's an acronym for um, Supporting Tattoos um, and Piercings in, at Work, in the Workplace. Right. Uh, and basically what, and what they do is they go to these big businesses and corporations, and they don't say, hey, you have to hire people with tattoos and piercings. What they do is they say, look, hire qualified candidates and fire the ones that need to be fired. We're not telling you you have to hire people that are, you know, tattooed and pierced or with colored hair, but don't turn them away because of that, and then don't hire them just because of that either. So I thought that was really cool. And this was this was over in Las Vegas at the biggest tattoo show on earth, and it really is. And so you got to see, well, I got to see a lot of celebrity tattooists. I got to I got to meet with um, you know different people I would only see online or in magazines, and it was really right cool. On. I got to meet a lot of people, make a lot of connections and see a lot of really awesome art. And I got my Sweet Ink logo tattoo there um, from uh, Big D Tattoo out from Portland, Oregon. Uh, He did mine and Vicky Von Helsing's. um, We got branded, so we're officially Sweet Ink branded on our left arms. We got them in the same place. Yeah, and it was really cool. And, yeah, that's what what we did there. And we just represented Sweet Ink. We had our... Um, Sweet Meat tanks on, so everybody go get your tank. It was a really big hit at the show. We got so many people buying the tanks after we were wearing them at I the bet. show. They're like, wow, those are cool. And then we had wings on, so we're just kind of flying around, spreading the word about Sweet Meat. And people had a lot of interest in it because it was it's something that we're representing a different side of the lifestyle. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we're doing stuff with charities. We're doing stuff with you know, women over 40, we're doing stuff with, you know, you're not the typical tattooed, edgy, you know, we're going for the girl. Right, women hearts and lines. Yeah, you know, we're just trying to do something a little different, something that can um, appeal to everybody, but then also a different kind of audience as well and change you know. the change the stereotype. Well, we've got it in there. On your way out the door, Sheila, tell everybody where they can find you, and we will definitely have you back. You are a delight. 
Oh, thank you so much. You guys are too. You guys can go to sweetening.com and you can find all of our social media there. You can find me and friend me. I'm very friendly. At um, You can just put Sheila Shondell and it's S-H-E-I-L-A. Shondell is S-H-A-W-N-D-E-L-L. I know it's super long, but you can find me there. You can just Google my name and you'll find all my stuff. Um, you'll see all my images there. And um, yeah, that's just about it. And then Bone Whores, you'll find, just type in B-O-N-E-W-H-O-R-E-Z, and you'll see my art there and my mom's art, and just stay connected with us. We're really friendly. We're really cool. Get the tank. Get in the magazine. Get on our social media. Models, go for it. If you got a tattoo, go for it. You don't even have to be a model like you think you have to be a model to send us a picture of you in the tank, and we'll put you up. Just just get the tank, and that's do it, that you guys we'll love are it. so all-inclusive. I mean, that is really a smart, just from a marketing strategy standpoint, you guys are doing it right being all-inclusive, and I think that's really smart. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to continue to be successful. Beauty is everywhere. That's the thing with tattoos. That's the thing with art. That's the thing with women, men, everything. Beauty is everywhere. So we just want to we want to just put that out there. So thank you so all much right. for having me. You guys are awesome. You're so much fun. I loved your questions. Um, You guys have a great day. Dee, I hope you get better. Oh, yeah. Soon. All right. Please be back here next Sunday as I interview Jay Johnson from my all-time favorite sitcom, Soap. This is a – you know, we've had a lot of – people who are very well known from TV and stuff on the show, but this one holds a special significant place in my heart because I love, I mean, the stuff that Jay has written I love, his vitriloquism work I love, and just to be able to pick his brain about some of the secrets of soap, this is going to be a big fanboy moment for the saucy one. So we will see you guys next Wednesday, No Ignorance Equation, special time, 5 o'clock, one hour, kettle of fish. Everybody say bye. Bye, thank you. Hey,